birthday, Mark? Oh, maybe for your birthday episodes, I'll sing you a song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Those are coming up soon. I know! Oh my god, I'm so excited. September King. I'm gonna eat a lot of chili on my birthday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there's a chili chico. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> chili chico. Chili chico. Yeah. Chili chico. There's a chili cook. The church chili cook off on her birthday. Nice. We're like, we gonna be eating chili we though. Gonna, we almost had We almost had the office Thanksgiving potluck on my birthday. <laughs> I was like, yes, you did all this for me, but then we had to reschedule it. So oh, right. I would have like passed out party hats to everybody. Like, <laughs> thank right? you for being here. Thank you. Like a big fall party for all the fall birthdays. Um, the uh, um, what's that? What's that? Friday, I don't know, Friday. Friday night. I wasn't invited. Whatever. But like, mine was the close home. I'm like, it's my party. <laughs> like, yeah. Everyone's just like three weeks out, and then Hannah's just just like next weekend. Like, yeah, yeah. Is it next weekend already? Yeah. Oh, cool. So, literally a week from today. Wow. <gasps> cool. Literally. Is this episode gonna come out on Victoria's birthday? It's gonna come out. I keep on my phone. Hang on. Because <laughs> Victoria's our silent podcast. She is. <laughs> uh, it's gonna come out on the thirtieth. So oh, right yeah. after my birthday. Third. Day after. Couple days after. Third. Hey, that's a new phone case. That's real cute. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, Ooh, that's very nice. For those of you listening at home, it's got like stripes, and some of them are gold, and all of them are colors. And it's very nice. It's like a, cre- it's like kind of an off white white. It came with like a like charger bank oh. thing. It's like a mirror on one side. Oh. I, I have a mirror on mine. I like how you guys turn into like the the aliens from Toy Story when you see something pretty. This is what happens to mirrors. Yeah, yeah. It's not a real mirror, but I can still see myself functional. Can you see your future? I'd be impressed if Bills. that's how your mirror works. <laughs> that's how all mirrors work, Wesley. You stare at yourself long enough and you start seeing all the shit that's going to go down. You know, and it just drips <laughs> And you're like, oh no. Also, does any, do you, have you ever blow-dried the mirror in your bathroom? Is no. that a thing? No. Why did no. she do that? Because she's what, a scientist. Her hair dryer always plugged in. I don't know. Rich people who can afford the electric bill? Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have this freeze frame of Harrison. <laughs> we're just, just staring at him, <laughs> recording a podcast. We should go back to the one where his chest is exposed. Oh man, those are the good old days. The good, <laughs> good, old days. The good old days of this podcast. Speaking of this podcast, yeah, I'm Katie. A, I'm Wesley. And that's Hannah. And yes. this is Viewing Party. Party. Oh, yeah. First try, y'all. Yes. High five that. I've listened to you guys enough uh, to get yeah. <laughs> So you should tell us all about Hannah. My sister Hannah is joining us today for this recording of Viewing Party. Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> this, uh, this episode's coming out real close to her birthday, and we decided we watch something vaguely in the scary realm, <laughs> because Hannah likes scary movies. I love that. Wesley hates scary I movies. I mean, I liked this movie. She doesn't so like the gore, and then, like, I want the gore all over me. Yeah. Oh, so you like, guys can do the gore. gore. No, no, I don't want no. Al Gore. Then I think you should marry said. a gore. Go find, like, one of his great nephews I, or something. You know? And then you could be Hannah Gore. <laughs> That'd be a sweet <laughs> name. Oh. My, my initials would be Hegg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I told my dad I was going to marry a Romney once, so there were Romney, would you do that? <laughs> because I'd marrying for money, man. Oh, the, the Canadian president? Prime Justin, Minister? Is Justin it, Trudeau? Yeah, he's hot. He's, he's married, married, but he's cool. Yeah, so. he's very pretty. 
he's wearing the great politics, socks. So like, right? Mean, he's got like know. sweet socks. socks. The last time I saw an interview, like he t- coordinated his socks with like the flag backdrop, and I was like, "Good job, just good job, good job, man." Like, he's pretty dope. I he's about as dope as you can get, while also having like stuff that he really gets to work on <laughs> that I've read about. He's like as awesome as Justin Trudeau is, and as progressive as he is, he's very much like ignored the uh like indigenous people of Canada mm, yeah. and like that's a whole issue. But I, we don't this is I not know, a political podcast. Also it's not a Canadian politics podcast. I know, <laughs> I know. As, as much as I don't know about American politics, I know less about I Canadian know. politics. Uh yeah, it's good. Uh, but you know, like yeah. tr- tr- shout out to Trudeau. Trudat Trudeau. Is that probably a hashtag? Oh I'm sure. Is that probably a hashtag? Wow. <laughs> Um, yeah, so welcome to Viewing Party, everybody. This is episode something or other. It's Insert. episode 32. Ooh, I'm so <laughs> Someone's counting. <laughs> episode 32. Um. So what did we watch? We watched What Lies Beneath. Yeah. Which is all about the lies Harrison Ford has been telling us. He's been sitting on He's been sitting on these lies for a long time. Squatting yeah. on them lies. Squat. Straight up squat goals. Squat squat goals. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you always lying? That's the uh, uh, the movie. The movie. Do we want to talk about the movie first and then Park and Rec? Let's switch it up. I don't care. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the movie. Yeah. Cool. So this is a movie that I watched a long, long time ago in, in the galaxy, galaxy far, far yeah. away. Get it? Because <laughs> Harrison Ford. Yes. Also, well, just because it was actually a long time ago, my cousin Kate, who you can uh, listen to in our Lord of the Rings episode for my birthday, yeah. she and I watched this movie when we were much younger, like very, very young. This is probably middle school when we watched this movie. It came out in 2000, so that makes sense. Yeah, and we were just getting into like kind of just film in general and especially we're making our way into like suspense and sort of horror films Mm -hmm. i think this was about the same time that the ring came out so like the ring really updated horror movies for like a whole new generation because they were like it was like a b-level genre right it was like texas chainsaw massacre and like not freaky friday i think (laughs) around this time when these movies Um, came out they really changed bathrooms for people yeah, really. <laughs> they really were like messing with the bathroom scene for everybody. Yeah, uh, I re- I remember the like one of the um, like accreditations or like reviews on the case was something like, "What lies beneath is done for bathtubs. What Psycho did for showers." <laughs> and I was like, "What does that even mean?" And yeah. then I witnessed this, and I was like, "It's true." I like think about this movie when I take baths. Somehow I still enjoy taking baths. Like, for a long time, I was, like, kind of, like, not into taking a bath because yeah. I would, like, just think about it too much. And now I, like, I'm fine with it. But I'm always like, boy, if somebody came in here to kill me or try to make me dead, I can try to make me dead. <laughs> like, half dead. Dead. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Get ready to make me dead. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Which, as we all know, is slightly alive. 
<laughs> is what happened to her in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was in there like, to play. To play. To play. She probably just threw up water and there was a bathtub full. She was like, water. Probably. Full tub. (laughs) We're working with a full tub, ladies and gentlemen. We are tub full. (laughs) We are tub full in this bathroom. (laughs) The bathtub is half full. Or is it half empty? Depends on how bad you want to survive, I guess. Depends on if there's a body in there because it fluctuates the water level. (laughs) Uh, so this movie do you want to recap the plot yeah hannah okay cool you can recap the plot because you haven't really did you watch this movie with us when we were kids no i don't think i watched it with you but i watched a lot of stuff i wasn't allowed to by myself (laughs) i'm not surprised at all (laughs) where kate and i were told like you're not allowed to watch gangs of new york and we were like oh okay you all watched the like when we, we lived up. in Maryland, you all were watching The Ring Ooh. in uh, Mom and Dad's room, and oh. I, like, got underneath. I actually did this stupid thing. I got, I laid down on the floor and looked under, and I had, like, a knife to reflect the TV <laughs> off of so I could watch The Ring. <laughs> Are you kidding? No, no, I'm a weird person. So, <laughs> what lies beneath is this lady, and she sends her daughter off to college, and then she starts thinking that there's somebody in the house. And that her neighbor has killed his wife. And then she starts freaking out about it. And seeing things. And hearing things. The doors are opening. For no reason. There's not even wind. Wait, can we talk <laughs> about why she thinks the neighbor killed the neighbor? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, technically that is. It's wow, neighbor wars. <laughs> I was just giving a recap and then we could go into it. That's what I was doing. Oh, okay, yeah. It's your podcast. <laughs> well, like, that's what you said. You would have kept the plot. So that's Okay. <laughs> so she's going nuts, and then husband's like, "Bro, see somebody? You 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 be tripping." <laughs> That's an and actual. And then she tries to do a, like a séance, and then like things get real weird. She discovers that he's had like some form of affair with a lady who was a student of his, and then he's like, "Oh no, she knows." And then she's like, "You need to call the police." And he's like, okay, I did. I'm going to go take a shower. I'm going to, like, get dressed. I'm ready for the cops to come over. She sees, he didn't dial the police. He dialed 411, whereas we all know is information. Mm-hmm. And information, information hotline. Information hotline. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and then he tries to kill her. So he puts her in the tub. He puts her in the tub. <laughs> he throws some herbs in there. <laughs> Some rosemary. <laughs> he tries to feed her a pill, but he doesn't have a pill. <laughs> there ain't no pill in his hand. He's trying to drown it. He gets scared. Like he, like, sees, like, the corpse of the woman he killed, and then, like, freaks out, hits his head on the sink, falls down. She's still drowning, and she, like, is immobilized because he drugged her. I love that you started with, like, a very broad recap, and now well, you're, like, was happening, detail, really. detail, detail, detail. <laughs> nothing was really happening in the beginning. You know, other than her just being like, oh my god, I know one. 
Um, so then <laughs> she escapes from the tub. He's laying on the ground downstairs. She's trying to get the phone from him. Freaks out because he like moved or something. Wow. Thanks, guys. <laughs> That's him freaking out right now. And then she, she gets in a truck and drives away. It drives off the road because he's in the back of the truck. And then he tries to attack her while in the truck. And then they fall into this river in the truck. In the lake. Right where he had dropped the girl's body that he had killed. <laughs> and then the dead girl swims up and grabs his ankles and the, his wife flees and she survives. <laughs> Boy, you made this movie sound like so much better than it is. Like, yeah, that's okay, a lie. So. No, this movie was great. Okay. Well, it was good. Yeah, it was low key. Okay, <laughs> you love gore. Yes, I do. So this movie for you was like I wanted more dead. This is like softcore. Hannah, <laughs> your references are so insensitive. <laughs> No, no, no. It is a suspense thriller. It's not a horror movie. Right. So there's a very different, like, genre that we're going for here entirely. Yeah. Um, so... So for a suspense thriller, it's pretty good. Yeah. For a horror movie, it kind of sucks. Right. Because it's not Except you guys. (laughs) I don't know what happened. Um, yeah, so that was a basic overview of the plot. Uh... What? So, like, the first moment that really, like, struck us, that we had a lot of conversation about, was he, Harrison Ford and his, what, who, who plays her? Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. They're sitting in the bed, mm-hmm. and Harrison Ford's got some glasses on, his shirt off, he's a bit hairy, mm-hmm. tan, mm-hmm. hot dad bod, mm-hmm. and she opens mm-hmm. up the window, or whatever, and you can, like, hear the neighbor's Going to town. Getting it on. Getting it on. The big nasty. That's it. Feeling each other's bodies. Consummating the marriage. Consummating the marriage. is creepier. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it that way. Wait, and there's, wait, there's more words for this. There's totally more no, names this is not the euphemism podcast. <laughs> Isn't it? It should be. Um, so, what's a euphemism for podcast? <laughs> I got nothing. It's all good. I don't know. Anyway, what were you saying? I'd uh, like to test your mic. <laughs> I don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. So, so they hear <laughs> their neighbors and they're pretty loud. And then Harrison Ford's like about to like close the window. And she's like, no, keep it open. And then they start like, do it. Make it out. And then like, you know, he goes to town on her. Basically. Yeah, but we didn't see that. Well, we assume. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. There was a leg up and his head was down. So. Yeah, jeez. Yep, that happened. That's what it was. And so we had a lot of talk about dad bods. <laughs> Is that what we talked about? We did talk a lot about dad bods and, like, how you realize that you like hairy chest. Maybe. No, okay, so. <laughs> question. So this movie had, I, again, I was, like, a kid watching this movie. And I hadn't really experienced a hairy chest in my lifetime in any, like, sexual way because I was a kid. So, like, I had never had that run-in. But I was only ever watching, like, teen movies or, like, you know, like, kid movies where, like, everyone has no chest hair. Right. right? right. And if you did, you were probably gross. Like, this is at the era, like, Harrison Ford comes from the era where, like, 
hairy chests were like sim- like sex mm-hmm. symbol kind of thing. Right. And we are from the area. Area <laughs> from the area <laughs> the Midwest. We're the from the era code. where like suddenly being hairless is sexy. Like that's the yeah. trend that we're still in the middle of. I think it's shifting. It's beginning to shift back again yeah. towards like a hair acceptance. <laughs> I don't know. It's a thing that I know about. And so so I remember watching this scene and like she lays down on his chest and they're just like being husband and wifey and like chatting and she's like playing with his chest hair. And I vividly remember my cousin and I like, what does that even feel like? Like, is that, I am I supposed to be attracted to this? I don't know how I should feel. Like, I'm not really clear on any of it. And so sometimes I think about that moment also. It created a question in my mind of like, is that something that I would be attracted to? I don't know. I guess I'll find out when I'm older. And you think the answer is sure. Why not? His name's Norman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the discussion of, like, oh, his name is Norman. You're like, but he's Harrison Ford, so he gets a pass. He gets a pass. Also, I'm pretty I sure said... he was named Norman because of Psycho. Yes, right. absolutely. Yeah. And it's just kind of a weird name anyway. It, like, yeah. He's Why a scientist, so it makes Norman. sense. He's a rich scientist with a lake house. Yeah, but... No. <laughs> Yeah, but where are... It always bothers me when people have names that are, like, clearly not from the right era that things are set in. Yeah. Right. Well, there are some people that, like, name their kids just, like, whatever. Yeah, but it's just, like, you know, like, how many people would really be named Norman at this time? Very, very few. It just, that's one thing that I always notice when I'm like, oh, this is a commercial that's set in normal, like, modern times, but the people are named... Joan and Ted. Like, there are no young married couples right now named Joan and Ted. Hey, Ted. <laughs> I don't think I even know a Joan. Right. Yeah, you do. Mama Joan. Stephanie's mom. Yeah, but it's someone's mom. But yeah, I don't but it's know a mom. Stephanie's mom. Right, but they're not like a 30 year old. I don't think I've ever met Stephanie's mom. She's in VIP 5. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, that's just <laughs> something that, like, my no. brain always notices that's like, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's no, I feel that way. Gertrude is one of the weird girl in commercials. When does that ever happen? happen. (laughs) I watch some weird off movies, all right? Yeah, you do. You watch some weird movies. So, no, I feel that way too. What was her name? What was Michelle Pfeiffer's name? Claire. Claire. Which Mm. seems a little more. I know a little girl named Claire. Like, Claire's coming back. That's more likely than Norman. Yeah. yeah. Right. Norman and Claire. And what was the other girl's name? Madison. Madison. That's an appropriate It was name. very appropriate because she was born in, like, late 70s, early 80s. And fun fact, that name became popular after Splash. Did it? Because... Really? The, the, who's the model that's in that movie? I don't know. Ah! Um, that plays opposite Tom Hanks. <laughs> Daryl Hannah, maybe? <clears throat> Yeah. So she, like, the mermaid, right? Daryl. I have, like, a whole I mental mean, list of, I like, women with weird with men Darryl. names. No. No. But, like. Daryl Hannah. Yeah. No, so, I know. No, I don't know who that is. Oh. Well, she's a model. She played in this movie. Wow. But in this movie, usually, she's a mermaid who comes to land, and he's like, well, what's your name? And she sees Madison Avenue and decides her name is Madison. And after. Because she can read suddenly. Or read it to her or something. But not Ashley Madison. Whatever. So, after that, it became popular as a girl's first name. 
Fun fact. Thank you. I didn't know that. That's really interesting. I mean, I knew a couple Madisons growing up. Yeah, because they were born in the 80s. No. No. 90s. <laughs> you make that judgment. But post. Yes, but post it was post this movie coming yes. out. Yes, Not was. that they were like, I love that Tom Hanks movie. I'm going to name my kid after it. But, like, it just became a name that people heard more often. Yeah, it was just, like, a, a present name. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe I'll name my kid Hanks. That'd be a cool Splash. first name. Hanks. Yeah, not you have to Hanks. spell it with an X, like when he signs his tweets. <laughs> Hanks. Hanks. XOXO, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So this movie spurred a fair amount of uh, conversation. One of which, one of the major themes in this movie is gaslighting. Mm. Yeah, do you want to explain what that is? Yeah. Can, are top? you clear on what gaslighting is? It is um, the light that is produced from flatulence. No. <laughs> this isn't the fart cast. <laughs> By the way, everyone, subscribe to the fart cast. It's a great podcast. It's genuinely really good. I have believe you, it. Have I've you heard, heard it? it? No. Oh, man, it's good. Uh, okay, so gaslighting. Have I talked about this on the podcast I don't think before? so. I don't think we have. Interesting. Okay, At so it's not in detail. So gaslighting is a term that comes... From a, a very old, um, it's a play, but then I think it also became a movie, I believe. Probably. Some, something like that. It was in black and white times. <laughs> when everybody just saw it in black and white. <laughs> Anyways, the only colors that were available. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hot for <laughs> Like, your pineapple shirt right now would be, like, just gray. gray. It's gray. just like living in, in, you know, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was more sepia. Anyways. <laughs> So, <laughs> gaslighting is a term that comes from an old play in which a uh, there's a man and a wife, and I believe the wife is set to, like, inherit something, and I might be getting my facts wrong, so y'all feel free to fact check me, but she's sent to, like, inherit something, and he gets real selfish and greedy and is like, I want that, and the only way to get that is if she, like agrees to give it over to me or if she dies or if she is like mentally incapable of like handling any inheritance or fortune. Mm-hmm. So easiest <laughs> thing to do is convince someone they're crazy, right? Cuz then you don't have to murder someone and like prove that you're innocent. Yeah. That could be a whole thing. So he begins to um um the entire home is lit with like the gas lamps. And so he begins to, like, flicker the gas lamps sometimes. And when she would, like, say, like, hey, I think there's something up with the gas lights, he would say, like, no, there's, no, there isn't. And he'd do it again and again until she was, like, no, there's seriously something wrong. And he would say, like, no, I don't see, like, maybe you're seeing things. Are you sure Mm -hmm. you're okay? Until eventually she begins, like, to believe that she's insane and she's seeing things. And uh, ultimately gets tossed in the loony bin, and then he inherits whatever. Mm-hmm. So the term gaslighting comes from when you're convincing someone of something that isn't true for your personal gain, be it to like res- like maintain your own reputation or to keep them submissive to you or whatever. And oftentimes gaslighting can happen unconsciously, and you don't even realize that you're gaslighting that mm-hmm. person. Um, so they've been gaslighted. <clears throat> so they've been gaslighted. <laughs> they've got lit. <laughs> yes, I learned this term uh, just a few years ago. 
after it was a few years ago and it was then a couple of years after I'd gotten out of a long-term very awful relationship where I realized that I had been like gaslit for years and I'd um, been over time told enough times that I was neurotic or that I was crazy or I was making things up or that I would never find anyone better than this person. Mm. I was told this or this was insinuated to me over the course of several years and so I believed it and so I stayed in that relationship until I finally something totally shifted in me and I like got the guts to get out and I didn't yeah I didn't realize just like in get out no that's not (laughs) no that's pretty different enough is pretty close to that uh no I didn't fight him it's good so anyway so I learned about gaslighting a few years ago when I was trying to find a way to describe my experience in this previous relationship Mm -hmm. and then I discovered the term gaslighting and did a bunch of reading on it and was like that's it that's what happened to me Mm -hmm. I didn't have a word for it until then so I'm very keen on picking up like oh this is gaslighting yeah it's a manipulation and an abuse tactic that sometimes the abuser the abuser does not know that that's what they're doing like they're not conscious of it and mm-hmm. sometimes they're very conscious of it yeah. like Harrison Ford <laughs> was like yeah. I'm trying to keep this woman submissive and keep her from remembering what I did and she had like an episode about it and like kind of forgot essentially what we discovered towards the end of the movie was that Harrison Ford had had an affair with a student he's a professor and his wife found out, and then she went out and drove her car into a tree at, like, 80 miles an hour, and then, like, forgot about everything. Like, had, like, a short-term amnesia Yeah, kind she of had an accident, like, right after, kind of, she didn't really figure it out, but she kind of realized something was wrong. No, yeah. she figured it out. Did she? Yeah, because she walked into the house, she explained it. Um, she had walked into the house and saw oh, them. in the mirror. In the mirror, and she was, like, they were, like it or about to do it on like I the, was thinking that the so she had accident seen it was after and then, like, the party but it wasn't it was later no, she had showed up to the party gotcha. previously and was very upset about mm-hmm. her being there but came in and saw that and then having the accident like jogged right her. so like, right made her like kind of like it overshadowed all of the yeah, like, right. things that really she had foggy. seen everything got really <clears throat> fuzzy and so she didn't <laughs> fuzzy foggy and fuzzy fuzzy <laughs> kind of fonzy no Fonzie there a and so so she kind of forgot about this whole affair thing Mm -hmm. so throughout so then everyone's like so since and she says in this movie Michelle Pfeiffer's character says that ever since the accident a year ago he'd been treating her like she was like fragile Mm -hmm. and needed help and maybe wasn't okay and was being like uber protective of her Mm -hmm. to ensure that she didn't like figure anything out or spend too much time like he essentially was like I can't let her find out but I'm probably in the clear but to be safe I'll treat her like maybe she's fragile and maybe she needs me to like keep her needing him around all the time mm-hmm. right? so that she wouldn't have the idea of just up and leaving because she, she was becoming more and more dependent on him mm-hmm. which is fascinating that people can do that to each other yeah it's like, that is such a like terrifying thing that absolutely happens and it's happened to me before and I'm just like oh man 
So this movie, I didn't realize it watching a kid, all the layers of what was going on, but now I'm watching it as an mm-hmm. adult, having been through not quite an experience quite <laughs> like this. I wasn't, like, <laughs> mostly dead in a bathtub. Like that, <laughs> that was not what was happening. But, like, she was, like, she became dependent on him through all of this. Like, yeah, but was also resentful because she gave up her career for mm-hmm. the stability of being with Mm-hmm. Right, a wealthy man, and she was trying to like confide in him, and he was just getting angry about it, you know. Yeah, yeah. and trying like, to convince her that she didn't know what she right. was talking about. He's yep. like, I don't know what you want. Like, what do you want me to do with this? Like, I can't take this anymore. You're acting nuts. Yep. Like, Con- like she, just yeah. slowly convincing her that she was crazy. Yeah, it's really good. You're tearing us apart, Lisa. And that's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, there. That was that was your Tommy Wiseau impression of the day, brought to you by Hannah. It was sounded, it sounded more like Schwarzenegger. It did a little bit. <laughs> Put the cookie down! No! <laughs> was, that's right. That's it. It was like trying to be Arnold, trying to be Tommy. Pro impressionist over here. <laughs> Professional up and down. So there's another, what else did we talk about that when the movie was happening? Uh, well, when she took like a locket of the missing girl's hair. Oh, like, oh yeah, the, the whole like, seance stuff. Like, oh, she took it from her house and one. I want to know why in her room this girl Madison, had had a locket of, lock of her own hair, hair braided with a bow. Like, you know, on her like, desk by her pictures. Like, why are you trying to remember your hair? Like, was it like was she trying to what? Okay, two theories. One, it was from her first haircut as a kid, and she kept it outside of the baggie. Because sometimes parents will keep their kids first. Right, that, oh, that makes sense. But at that, that point, it's like. <laughs> That hair is old, and it's never gotten, like, out of place. You know? Like, yeah. it was still very, it was very neatly, like, it had just been done. Okay, so that's theory number one, is maybe it's, like, kid's first haircut. Theory number two, I already had two fingers up. <laughs> theory, theory number two is, did she, was this part of her, like, getting into a sorority or something? Where Who she knows? had, like, she had to do something that involved her hair? But that's why we thought. I don't know, because you're in the sorority I've never now. kept my own hair. I've been like, all right, get rid of this. Yeah, but maybe she never cut her hair. Like, because she cut her hair so, like, once a year. And so, like, when she did, she was really attached to it. Because she seems like, well, Harrison Ford describes her as someone who, like, might do something that insane. But that's how Harrison Ford describes her, right. and is that accurate? Right. Like, is his description of this woman anywhere? He- no! <laughs> Not no, at all, because we was. find out that she was that he was lying. Yeah, and he, yeah. he killed her. She didn't kill herself. She, I, like, maybe, ugh, that's the thing. That's what I want to know, right. is, like, did she actually try to kill herself? Or did she threaten to, and then he was like, okay, you want to die? Let's die. No, because and, he said it was so hard holding her head underwater and watching the life slip away. That yeah. doesn't mean that she didn't threaten to kill herself. No, or no. Kill someone. But he told did. a couple different stories of how she died. Right. Yeah, he said that he she killed her. When she he had come in, house. she was already dead, and she had taken pills and <laughs> those magical, ladder. those invisible, t- all that stuff, the invisible tic tacs. Yeah, Visitex. Yeah. And <laughs> I tell you that. Um, and then um, he says that he he basically he admits to drowning her like, straight up. Yeah. Drowned. And then he put her body in her car, drove it to the boat dock, 
and drove it off. Yeah, which we know is true because that is what we see at the right. end. Yes. Right. Yeah. Are you going to drown in your car? No, no. no. She's too fat to get in the car. Don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> this is real weird. Don't uh, have a boyfriend, Kit Kat. Yeah. So, so yeah, he's a super unreliable character. Yeah, he which has I a, love in movies and books when the characters, when the narrators, the unreliable. narrators unreliable, and you're like, I trusted you, Harrison right. Ford. Well, all <laughs> of the, well, every narrator is unreliable. Like when when she's the one narrating the story, it's unreliable. When he's the one narrating the story, it's unreliable. Yeah. So it's really interesting to be like, was she actually seeing a ghost? We, like, kind of have that confirmed because, mm-hmm. like, the ghost of Madison, like, holds him down. But, like, she's never a physical being until that moment. I hate that. I hate whenever we have, like, ghosts or spirits or whatever showing up. Mm-hmm. I hate when there's, like, distinct inconsistencies in how they manifest. Right. Where what it's, like, mean? they're a reflection here. Yeah. Or she showed up on the bridge oh, and she yeah. was just, that like, was... Uh, missed. Yeah. And then suddenly she has, like, physical mass and, like, takes up space and has some amount of, like, inertia and can, like, hold somebody down. Right. Like, it's very frustrating to be, like, okay, is she, like, a mist or not? Mm-hmm. Like, what is, like, what is she? I'd that like gets to say that when, um... Claire jumps into the lake, you know, mm-hmm. falls into the lake is what kind oh, of... She, like, oh, she jumped. She, like, from the, fell jump. From the dock. Yeah. And um, she start, She falls in, but then they show her, like, as a good, like, nice diving. Right, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, she doesn't really move to swim, but she's propelled forward <laughs> yeah. to where she, exactly where she's going. She puts her hands in the sand and then, like, she knocks out. She is propelled by her vision. Right. She, like, didn't even paddle or anything. And she's just like... like she's like Aquaman. <laughs> she's like Aquaman just being propelled like, at a direct angle right to this box. And then, like, passes out as she touches it. Like, okay. And then freaks, she freaks out because she needs the locket of hair. But, like, why? <laughs> why you need that, though? Why you need that? Because she might do another seance with her Luigi voice. With her wedgie board. Right. Also, <laughs> I, I really don't care for it in movies, especially when there's, like, paranormal activity happening. Like, if somebody's being possessed, like, they just, like, automatically are, like, evil intent, you know, mm-hmm. on their face. So it's, like, nothing. And it's, like, yeah. no, there's probably something. You know, but they always just look like they're totally up to something and quiet. <laughs> They don't say anything in just long, slow turn stairs. I'm like, <laughs> man, if you're possessed, you're probably like manic as all get Right, out. probably. That's my thought about possession. Yeah. Being, you know, possessed and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I haven't been a part of any possessions. I've only heard um, stories from other people mm-hmm. who have um, either been a part of exorcisms or have done seances and had run-ins with spirits. Like, I only know of stories from them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I can say with some, I mean, yeah, I don't know. The only kinds of run-ins I've had with that kind of thing is, um, I've experienced sleep paralysis before. Um, I've had, uh, experiences where I've, like, been woken up in the middle of the night and, like, distinctly some presence was in my space. 
mm-hmm. like those things have happened to me and they're always terrifying and it is always an ill intent like in the room that I'm very clear on um I don't need to talk too much about it on the podcast because I don't I mean it's like yeah not this podcast. no that's not this podcast but like those sorts of things I have had I believe that I have had some run-ins with like really evil yeah right. <laughs> and I'm always like oh oh this is happening right now yeah and uh it happened to have in my pocket the uh song god is bigger than the boogeyman and that comes in real handy there you go. thanks veggie tales good job veggie tales straight up like that song has, oh no like, i really it. gotten me through like yeah. really scary moments like sleep paralysis specifically where i've like woken up but i can't move anything mm. that's happened to me like like a couple handfuls of times where i've woken up and i can't move but i'm aware of things so what she's experiencing in the bathtub when she's like yeah after he yeah i mean i felt her it. like that was that's such I felt a scary it. thing it was to, horrifying. Like, to just watch like she like to know that someone's can like think and understand what's mm-hmm. happening but like literally completely conscious can't do anything yeah it's really and how horrifying. terrifying that would be to have some like in this situation where yeah. someone like really does right. want to do harm to you that happened i fell asleep at like a party once in my own house like, I dozed off while everyone was playing a board game, and I laid there for so long on the couch trying to wake up, and I couldn't wake up, but I could hear everybody, mm-hmm. and I just kept trying to, like, say, like, help, help, and I, like, couldn't. It was really scary. And, like, all my friends were around, too. Yeah. But to them, it just looked like I was, like, stone cold asleep. Yeah. But I was laying there, and I was like, oh, my God, I cannot, like, yeah. I couldn't finish waking up. It was really scary. I don't remember how I got out of it. I think I had to breathe. Like, do a lot of, like, breathing for, like, several minutes before I could finally, like, say something and start to move at all. It was really scary. Like, things like that happen to me. How that happen? Ooh, it's so scary. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, girl, I haven't been in, like, a life-threatening situation yeah. with it other than, like, waking up and being, like, something is in my room. Like, I don't... And those are always the moments where you're, like, when I watch movies like this... And people are seeing things and hearing things and they're, like, mm-hmm. aware that something else is in the house. And I'm just like, yeah, like, I think that stuff, I think that actually happens. I don't mm-hmm. have any explanation for it other yeah. than, like, I've had things like that happen, but it's always while I'm, like, completely alone in, in the room, maybe not in the house, but I'm, like, super alone and it's, like, 4 a.m. Like, it's always that kind of witching hour stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man... This is the worst. Like, this Maybe is just the worst. when I delve into something that, like, I know I shouldn't be delving into. <laughs> yeah, don't. But I'm like, I'm like oh. And now like, I'm you scared. You just get this feeling. It's like, well, I'm done with this now. Yes. Time to watch something funny. Something's yeah. in the space with me now. Like, I've invited something in. Right. I think that's what's interesting about these type of thrillers is a lot of the stuff that happens yeah. could yeah, yeah, this is like it's this movie is actually it's one plausible of those things enough. That, yeah, that like things are very plausible. Like mm-hmm. like a in a bunch of scenes, like the photo falls off of the table and the glass breaks. Mm-hmm. It's like it could just be a breeze because you left the window open. Or or it couldn't. But like right. there's a lot of little details and that's what makes it so creepy. Right. It's like it's stuff that could happen to you mm-hmm. in your house. And it does happen. Yeah. Like the door pops open. Like Oh like we you have know, that issue. I have that issue yeah. in my apartment too. Because all the doors, doors have been painted open. and they just like don't latch all the way. Yeah. So like 
Yeah. Oh, oh, and like you'd have to convince yourself, like it's fine, like it's just an old door or whatever. But that's what makes it creepy is like it feels like it could be real. Yeah. There was a um in my in one of my high schools I went to, there was this whole like story that it was on like a website of like Ohio's Most Haunted or something Mm -hmm. that like my the the music wing of my high school was haunted. Oh. And I was always, like, sure. Like, people heard music yeah. playing from the sound rooms, and I was like, whatever. So we were there in choir class one time, and we had, I had my books on one of the, um, what are those stands music called? Stands. Yeah, on, like, a music stand, and I had my books on it, and I had it, like, totally horizontal to the floor, and we were standing there, and all of a sudden, the books, like, flew to the right and fell off, and everybody saw it. We were, like, and no one was touching it. Yeah. And that was a moment where I was like, um, that physically is impossible. Why did it happen? Mm-hmm. And it, like, went up, and, like, the thing didn't tip. Not everything fell off of the stand. Just some of them yeah. just, like, scooted and fell. And we were all like, I don't know what that was. Yeah. But I have a really hard time if it was anything other than something that I don't want near me. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was... Well, have a good day, everybody. Like, oh, <laughs> we just like start busting out of the like choir room. Like, oh, we're yeah. out now. It was really. It was one of those moments. It was really she was tripping. <laughs> I mean, I've been tripping. I mean, I tripped a lot, but I don't think that had to do with it. And it was everybody. Wa- like, not everybody, but several people saw it. And we're like, did you touch that? And we're like, no. Like, yeah. No one was really like touching anything at all. Yeah. No one bumped it. It was so bizarre. And it was just that moment of, like, is there something to this? Yeah. <laughs> like, is there something to hauntings that I have been ignoring my entire life? Yeah. Like, it's I have It's no really, idea. like, we didn't have my sister on sometime and talk about this because she works at the Mansfield Reformatory. Ooh, nice. And she, so she does the, like, haunted house walkthrough thing yeah. every yeah. year. And it's in, like, the old school, like, reformatory where, yeah. like, a bunch of weird stuff happened and people were murdered and then they mm-hmm. filmed Shawshank Redemption there yeah. and, like, Harrison Ford and Air Force One and, like, stuff. <laughs> All that. But they, like, the stories that she tells and, like, stuff that happens in there, like, some of, there's rooms that, like, they don't send people in because you'll come back with scratches and, like, just oh. weird stuff will happen. Yeah. But something that, like, they have talked about is, like, she... I just told me this before that like she always wears a cross necklace under her costume mm-hmm. because and they have a pastor who comes in and like who works on the with the whatever and like just in case anybody wants any like extra prayer or protection or anything oh my like gosh. he's there because and like I think he's one of the actors maybe but like right. but like there have been instances where like people will be disrespectful to the spirits and they're the ones that get messed with. Yeah. And like, yeah. just like weird stuff. And they're like, you know what? Just to be safe, I'm going to wear my <laughs> necklace under my outfit. And like, like, I don't just know. So, like, but there's some really creepy, weird yeah. stuff that happens. And yeah, you have weird, to be weird. like, she's like, I'd rather be on the safe side yeah. and be respectful of whatever, whatever here. here. Right. Whether or not you think it's whatever yeah. you think about it, because there's some creepy stuff out there. It's super creepy. All of that's super creepy. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating, but like also terrifying. It's beautiful. It's my face. Yeah. It's my face. Happy Halloween, y'all. Happy Halloween. Uh, <laughs> Hope we're making you have some goosebumps right now. Go visit our haunted house because they're great. <laughs> Get some scares up in you. 
Yeah. Actually, I don't know if it's it's probably happening before this podcast airs, but the Scaratorium is specifically doing an entire day or I think a weekend where they're donating proceeds to the Hurricane Relief Fund. Oh, nice. We're doing so, that tonight, actually. Cool. Who's me? Me and a bunch of VIP 11 people. Are you going to it? Yes. Oh, I want to go. Oh. I go sneeze all over everybody. I'm like, go to a haunted house tonight. I mean, I'm scared with Tommy. I'm not gonna go, but you have fun. Friends paying for me, so I can. I'll do landscaping for them. Well, that's nice. Hey, that works out well. I might go. I've uh, the last haunted yeah. house that I went to was. Um, Let's talk about haunted houses now. <laughs> Clipper Stadium when they had um what is, what was it called Cooper Stadium Cooper. It was Coop. It, the Clippers, I was like, why did I no, no, the Clippers used to play at Cooper Stadium. Right. Now they Cooper play at Huntington Park. What did, what, sure. what did they call it? They call <laughs> it I know, I've seen Huntington yeah, Park. Sports, Something yeah. of terror. Whatever. I don't know. Terror Park. That's what it was. It was, it was terror, terror Park. Park. I went there with one of my exes, and it was really terrifying. It wasn't that scary, but there was a room full of spiders, which I'm not made oh. for in any house. Oh. Uh, yeah, and there was like that. a massive one. Like, we were going downstairs, and there was a massive one above the staircase that I didn't see. Oh. But my boyfriend at the time saw. And we go in, and the lights are off, and then they turn on, and it's literally covered. They're hanging from the ceiling. They're all over the walls. And I just, like, stopped and just fell, like, <laughs> just straight up screaming. Oh, yeah. And they carry me out. No, that year their theme was something about, like, they were specifically every room had to do with something with, like, a very common phobia oh yeah, it so was the last sense. year they were doing it, it was, yeah so. that i also went that year and i went with my uh new boyfriend yeah. and one of the actors outside the gate was my ex-boyfriend's ex-girlfriend oh, who yeah. he broke yeah. up with to be with me oh good so she saw me yeah and of course and i asked one of my friends now who like work in like the the haunt season is like they're like yeah. you know when they do a lot of work and I was like yeah every time I go to a haunted house somebody recognizes me in the cast because I'm me and people know who I am and then everybody then knows my name and mm-hmm. they're like oh yeah it's part of that's part of the thing part of the whole thing is yeah what most that of too. them like you're not allowed to touch anybody unless mm-hmm. they sign a waiver for a specific kind of haunted trail and then like then you're specific kind you're of consenting touching. to touch <laughs> So, you know, you're consenting to touch them. But other than that, actors aren't allowed to touch you. However, if anyone recognizes you, they spread it. I guess they have, like, walkie-talkies and yeah. stuff and a whole channel. They pass to be like, name hey, along. this person's coming. This is their yeah. name. This is what they're scared or, like, yeah. whatever, if they know anything. So, of course, she told everyone my name, and I was totally freaking out. Yeah. I was – I don't remember – I don't remember the things that scare me the most in haunted houses are not when I'm like trapped in a small spot, but when I'm like in a space that's too wide open, Mm -hmm. that's the stuff that scares me. So during part of the, during part of the haunted house that season, you had to go, they had these like big, the walls were just these big like air cushions Mm -hmm. that you had to like go in like an airtight like tunnel where it was just like, it was very claustrophobic. Yeah, I was super claustrophobic, and I was, like, not freaked out by it as much as I was, like, look, I can't turn around. Yeah. was, like, I couldn't go either way, so I was, like, well, I guess I gotta be here. I was, like, I guess this is really scary for some people. And then after that, you go up a slotted stairway, mm-hmm. and this is when I, when I still had a very distinct fear of stairways. Like, I was just horrified of stairs. I could not. It's I had such a part in that. I had she such a She would walk upstairs, problem. and I would, like, 
quietly come up and grab her feet and drag her down. Yeah. Like, like yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. No, oh, yeah, no. no thing. So, like, when in paranormal activity, when they, like, drag the girl down the stairs, she's like, this is my nightmare! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And her name was Katie. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. It was wonderful. And so, <laughs> I had a distinct fear of stairs. So, you come out of this claustrophobic hallway thing, and then you go up these, like, slotted stairs, and then you're just out in the open stadium. Oh, wow. And you have to, like, walk through it. And nothing happens to you the whole time, and it's but, horrifying. Right. But you've just come through, like, sensory overload, and like, so room after room after room after like room. Big and then suddenly you're just, like, anticipation. Yeah, you're, like, walking like through the dugout, and yeah. all you see is this giant stadium, and I'm like, someone's gonna come running across the field. Yeah. And because the Clippers had moved out of this, like, it was off-season, and they were building another stadium... Like, the grass hadn't been mowed, so it was all tall grass. So oh. I'm thinking, like, velociraptors are here. <laughs> like, everything's scary. And that was the worst part for me was that nothing happened. Yeah. Like, that was the worst. Yeah. So I was, like, just ready and ready and ready, and then nothing. Nothing happened. Yeah. I like to, like, stop and take my time and look at, like, how they've decorated things. Like, okay. And I'm like, ah! Especially, like, my favorite thing is bodies. Dismembered body. Oh, God, you know. But this is, like, this is true. Yeah. And, and, like, you know. My I, favorite I thing. My favorite thing. When I have birthday parties, like, I have dismembered body food that I make and, like, put, like, mannequin heads with Fish fingers and custard. Right. Yeah. So, like, when I see that in, like, a haunted house or whatever, like, like oh. I'm like, I'm going to stop and I'm, like, looking at it. I'm like, okay, is this accurate? How do they do it? And I'm like, to just take a moment and, like. Think about it before I move on to the next room. Yeah. Oh. Our friend Jeff, who was on the Demolition Man episode yeah. of the podcast, I had a weird experience with Jeff in a haunted house. You Jeff, would be great in a haunted house. Jeff wasn't there. Oh, no. And I went to this haunted house, and this guy came out and scared me, and I just screamed, Ah, you look like Jeff! <laughs> and then they were I'm like, Jeff. <laughs> My name is Jeff. And they were just suddenly like, who's Jeff? And I was like, my friend. And they were like, where is he? And I'm like, I don't know. And like, is he safe? And I'm like, I don't know. So then I was freaking out. And then everyone, like, I kept going through and they were like, is Jeff okay? And I'm like, I don't know. I haven't talked That's to him really in a while. Funny. And I was like, freaking That's really brilliant out. on their like, part to not know. use your name, but, but to I use a friend who's not even friend. there. <laughs> like, this guy just looked like him. But then there was another room that was very wide open and quiet. Where, like, it was silent, and there were just blue lights, and you were in a graveyard, and they had a weeping angel. Oh, man. Oh, good. Oh, my God. Nothing happens to you in this room. It's silent. All you can hear is the screams from the other rooms in the building outside of you. Oh, my gosh. And it's just, like, blue light, like, blue spotlights, and, like, a little graveyard that you have to, like, go through to get to the next room. And they just had, like, a big statue of, like, an angel grave. And... Of course, all of us there were, like, Doctor Who fans, and we're like, are you kidding me? We're no one else. Like, anyone who's not a Doctor Who fan. It's just like, oh, it's a... It's like, okay, all right, what's going to happen? And we're, like, all staring at it, like, trying not to blink. Like, (laughs) oh, my God! Like, waiting for the angel to come alive. Like, please, no, please, no, please, no. Nothing happened. Again, it's always the rooms where nothing happens. It's the worst. That one ended really funny because we got to the last room and I was with a group of people who were way too smart their, for their own good. <laughs> it was like Rob and uh, like Thank a God. bunch of people from like Pearson. <laughs> no, it was. It was a bunch of people from Pearson who like work with professors and higher education people. And 
me. And so we get to this room and it's a bunch of clowns and they're like, we're trying to like find the exit. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, boop-a-doop-a-doo and like walked out of the exit and was like turned around and was waiting for them to come out. And I was like, did they get stuck? Did they not see the exit? Like, I don't know what's going on. So I go back into the room, which is something you don't normally do in a haunted house is like turn around and go back. (laughs) And I like popped in and they were like, where's the exit? Or they were asking like, um, uh, they said it's under, basically the clowns, the scary clowns were trying to get my friends to say underwear. Oh. But what my friends thought was that the exit was under something. So like, they, they had to, like, it? they were, like, picking up boxes and, like, feeling the walls and trying to, like, find, it was also, like, a blacklit room, so everything was a little disoriented and there were stripes everywhere. And so they're like, where is it? I don't understand. Like, where's what? where's what? <laughs> and they're like, where is it? Instead of saying, under where? They're like, it's under, it's under something. And they're like, under what? Under what? What is it under? They weren't saying <laughs> underwear, which is all the clowns wanted from them. And then I just stood there next to one of the actors who was clearly like, what, the f- what? what is going on? And I just looked at her and I was like, so, do you guys get paid for this? She's like, a little. And I started, like, chatting with the actor, and I was like, I don't want you to break character, but, like, has this ever happened? And she's like, mm-mm. <laughs> and I was like, that these people just, like, can't find. And I was like, guys, the exit's over here. And they're like, no, Katie, we're going to find it. I'm like, no, I'm telling you, it's right behind me. And they're like, funny, Katie, we know what we're doing. And I was like, you guys, they're, like, feeling the room, trying to find the exit. And I'm like, no, for real, though. Like, it's right here. And it was minutes. They're looking at you. watching them, like, trying to figure out a puzzle. So I was like, this isn't a puzzle. They want you to say underwear. They're like, under what? I'm like, no, they want you to say the word. They're clowns. And it's funny if you say underwear, like, underpants. And they were like, I don't, that's not funny. And I was like, yeah, but they're clowns. Clowns aren't actually funny. And they were like, I don't get, and I was like, guys, just get the exit right here. And I finally got everybody out and was like, are you kidding me? Like, how long did we just spend? And like, another group had come into the room with us. And I was like, guys, you really need to leave. Like, you're not going to figure out a puzzle that doesn't exist for you. It was the greatest haunted house experience ever. Because we were, went from being terrified to like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. Like, we stayed in a room for so long, it wasn't scary anymore. It was just confusing. Uh, so those are my haunted houses. Scary. Those are my haunted house experiences. Which are wrong. far, uh, I would say far preferable to actual haunt experiences. Right. Uh, yeah, that's my, that's my take there. I, know. I like the thrill of being afraid. I hate it, so. Yeah, yeah we know. That's why we different. But we exactly. both have pineapple shirts. Yes. But I like to go to Cedar Point because it's somewhere in the middle of like, boy, I'm scared. Yeah, and no. I was, okay, this is my level of scared. <laughs> I went on the Junior Gemini as a child <laughs> and had to get off after the first time around Aww. and couldn't go the second time around because oh. I was terrified. <laughs> I was like, I hate this. I hate it. I need off this right now. I, I feel like, that way about most roller coasters. I don't like when <laughs> I done. think someone's gonna break into the house, but I also kind of like <laughs> when I think someone's gonna break into the house. I get See, real. I've I actually get had someone. I get try real hyped. Break into man. the house, and Me it too. was terrifying. I had. Me too. I was out. I was at, staying at my friend's place that I had been working on, and they have like a really big 
really, really big open house. Okay, they live like in the middle of yeah. the country. Oh yeah. And so one it's night really I'm just by myself house. and I'm outside smoking and I hear like pants rustling. You know, we have a bunch of like stuff that's outside, mm-hmm. you know, that we had taken out from the garage. So I was like, someone's gonna someone's trying to like rob some stuff. Yeah. But it sounded like they were wearing like those like nineties like sweatpants. It's like, those, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm on, and I'm like I'm like, all right, so I fin- I'm just staring like wide eyed at like the darkness and yeah. listening. And I try to like go back to open the door, but the door handle was kind of broken so it wouldn't open. So like I have to go forward oh, to no. where the sound is coming from to get to the garage. So as I'm walking, there's, like, some golf clubs. So I pull up a golf club, <laughs> and I grab, like, a little garden rake, and I'm just, like, walking around, like, watching and just, like, listening to the person somebody moving. I'm like, I'm like, you picked the wrong person, man. You picked the wrong person. <laughs> you picked the wrong so woman to mess with. I get in the garage, with. and then, like, I get in the house, and I turn off all the lights. I've got my knife out. I've got my pepper spray. I'm, like, sitting in corners. I've got my friend on the phone, like on speaker so I can, like, talk to her but be hands-free just in case. <laughs> Very <laughs> smart. Going from shadowy corner to shadowy corner. Ready, you know. So, yeah. Did I, you ever see anybody? No, I didn't uh, see anybody, but oh, I'm man. sure that there was somebody out there. Someone tried to break into my house once. My old apartment went, um, the old apartment where, yeah, Luke, I know, where, like, Luke Hill lives. Yeah. This yeah. is, uh, I was home alone and it was kind of a rainy day. And someone, like, knocked on the door, and I was like, I'm not, I still, I to this day, I'm like, no. <laughs> Have I told Hard you, pass. Did I tell you that thing about, um, there's, like, a tweet that's, like, about millennials not opening doors? No. <laughs> so, there's, there's some, somebody, like, a non-millennial was complaining that, like, millennials are so rude, they, like, never open the door when someone just knocks, and they were like, who opens the door when you're not expecting someone. Yeah, no. And they were like, well, no wonder there were so many, like, serial killers in the 70s. Everyone yeah. just opened doors for just, whoever knocked the door. I open the door. Like, at least look and see who it is. Yeah, I, I Don't just look. absentmindedly open the door in case there's an axe Hello? out there. Hello? <laughs> Would you like to murder me? <laughs> Hello, free murders inside. <laughs> uh, we're having a party. Come on in with your knife self. <laughs> with your knife self. <laughs> um, yeah, but someone knocked uh, on the door. So I looked through the key, keyhole people. Either one. What's it called? Yeah, be- a pinhole? It's a peephole. The keyhole is for the key. I don't like peephole. I know. But I'm going to say it. Peephole. <laughs> wow, that's so, real creepy. <laughs> so, so I like looked through the peephole and it's just like, you know, a dude with his hood up looking real, and like he's like shifting his weight and I saw him like looking behind him with like his hands in his pockets and I was like, mm, you're a little too anxious looking yeah. for me to answer this door at all. So I just, like, left it alone and was like, okay, like, I figured, like, maybe wrong door or yeah, yeah. something. Right. I was like, all right, whatever. So I'm in the living room. And then the back screen door starts shaking. Like, someone oh. was trying to, like, open the screen door. And I was like, oh, no, this is all wrong. Thank God we had, like, the blinds closed all the time because... yeah. Because that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> so we like, so I'm freaking out. So I call my dad and I'm like, when are you coming home? Someone's trying to break into the house and I'm here alone. And dad's like, okay, okay, okay. Like I'm on my way home. So dad comes home and of course he knocks on the door and I'm like free. Or You're he like opens panicking. the door and I'm like, oh no. And it's like just dad. And I'm up in 
I'm telling dad what's going on and he's like taking notes of it. He's like, what time was it? And of course I'm one of those people that is like, it was 1245. <laughs> I looked at the clock and <laughs> cause I'm right. always like looking at clocks for like, what time is it? In case I get murdered. I need an alibi. <laughs> <laughs> I need an alibi in case I get murdered. <laughs> somebody, someone's trying to make me dead. <laughs> right. I need- so I'm, like, watching out my dad's window, and I can see the street, and I see him walking. I'm like, this is him. This is the guy. Like, that's the guy. He was walking down the street, but he's walking real fast and, like, angry, and it's still kind of rainy out. Like, it is, like, sprinkling yeah. all day long. So then, so, then, so then, like, so then it happens again. The guy, like, knocks on the door again, and I hid. Our stairway was kind of in the middle of the apartment, so I could be on the stairs but, like, peek over. And so my dad went to get the door, and he was like, oh, uh, is there, like, a, a Matthew here? And he's like, yeah, no one no one lives here by that name. And he was like, uh, are you sure? Yeah, I'm, I'm positive. I'm and my sure. dad, and my, you know my dad, yeah. who's, like, big and sounds Imposing. like God. Yeah. Like, when my dad's the sweetest teddy bear of a man, but, but when he wants yeah. to threaten someone, you will feel threatened. Yeah. And he was like, no, <laughs> no one lives here by that name. He was like, are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Like, I... I live here. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's like, uh, um, okay, uh, I'll try again later. He's like, don't. <laughs> my dad's like, no, don't. So he, like, my dad, like, closes the door, and we're like, I don't know what to do. Do we call the police? And he, my dad goes, my dad, again, being, like, really great, and then having moments of, like, are you kidding me, dad? <laughs> this is his Tootsie Roll moment. <laughs> where I, he was just like, I wonder what would have happened if I had let you answer the door. If he would have said something different. And I'm like, Dad, are you kidding me? Let's not test that. And he was like, I was like, well, I'm not going to test that. He's like, no, of course I would never actually. But the thought occurs to me, like, if I I was standing behind the door and allowed my daughter to answer it, like, what would he have said? Like, what would have occurred then? And I was like, oh, my gosh, Dad. That's where I get it. Yeah, (laughs) like, I'm also like, yeah, I understand wanting to test the theory. I also understand, like, if any daughter would answer the door, Hannah would be the one that would need to answer it because I would just pee myself. <laughs> she would just, oh! yep, <laughs> I would just do like a good old like Kermit the Frog run. It's like, oh! <laughs> like flailing arms and just like take off. Like, oh. And I'd just be prepared. I'd have stuff in my pocket. I'd like play dead and hands over there fighting bears. And I'm like, oh, just pee, pee on something. Like, like, I don't know. I saw it. Bear girl said pee. pee. Bear girl said pee. Urinate. I got to pee and play dead. Like, I know how to do. Cover my scent. And then dead. <laughs> Like, I don't know what to do. I'm lost in the wilderness. I gotta drink pee now. Like. <laughs> when I was uh, when I was living by myself, I had I lived in a little apartment. It was about like two thirty in the afternoon, which is normally about the time I would get home from work. But I was off that day, so I just woke up from a nap. So I'm on the toilet, and I don't close. I, I live alone. I don't have to close the door. No, you don't. And I hear like so like at my front door, like someone's like turning the knob and, like, pushing on the door, Mm -hmm. you know, like, pretty violently. And then, like, it stops, and then there's a knock on the door. (laughs) And I'm like, no, dude. I've got, like, I've got, like, a trail from, I've got a trail from my bedroom to the front door, like, all of the exits lined with weapons, you know? (laughs) So, like, at any time, I can pull stuff off the couch. I'm like, we ready? We going? This is gonna happen? (laughs) Uh-huh. Women living alone. Right. I mean, we did find a knife in your couch on. <laughs> so I yeah, I, 
100 put that there. believe this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, got, we got weapons. There's a, there's a machete under here, too. <laughs> don't tell them. Well, they don't know where we live. But if they find out, you run to the wrong place. Because <laughs> there's just machete. You got the wrong house. Here. You do not want to break into this house. <laughs> and I'll kill you and I'll play dead. <laughs> I'll be jumping I'm up. I'm going to kill my sister. I, did, I was going to get revenge. <laughs> Like, like, not just go back and get revenge later. Right, so I, like, I called the cops, and then I called my dad. So I had the cops come and, like, escort me to my car, and I didn't stay there that night. But then I came back, and I was like, okay. I should have gone to the door and looked at the people, but I was in the middle of peeing. (laughs) I peed harder that time. I was like, (laughs) pushed it out. (laughs) (laughs) A hard stream of anxiety left my body. (laughs) I was like, I should have looked out the door and, like, seen it. So from then on, every time I entered my house, I would wipe the doorknob (laughs) off. With my feet of my fingerprints, so if somebody else grabbed the door, yeah, it would just be theirs on there, and we could find out who it was. Yeah. Oh. See, yeah. when someone tried to break into my apartment, apparently this is just the story podcast now. Yeah, yeah, this um, is a, a story cast. It was. This movie wasn't great. <laughs> this movie was good. It was good. I liked it, but good. anyway, so this was like a couple months after I moved into my apartment in Columbus. Your, your new one or your old one? The f- my old one. Okay, so I had just moved to Columbus yeah. a couple months later. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And Lord. so, and I, like, where I live, it's in a, like, it's in a suburb. It's in, like, yeah. it's really close to the road. Like, there's not yeah. a lot of reasons to be scared about anything. No. But I start hearing this, like, jostling at my front door, and mm-hmm. I'm like, Mm-mm. no. Like, I don't and know, you later, danger. And it's, like, danger. A, it's, like, <laughs> 7 or 8 o'clock at night at this point, and I'm yeah. like, I'm, okay, I'm not answering, A. I yeah. live alone. Like, no. No. Um, you don't have weapons in there. I don't have you weapons got, like, in my house. You got, like, teacups. You got a like, cat. Ah. <laughs> I didn't have a cat then. Oh, man. I lived alone. So, and, like, it just keeps happening, and I'm, like, creeped out about it, but I didn't want to, like, open the door. Right. Be like, because... well, you finna try. <laughs> and so, like, I look out the peephole, and there's someone I don't know. Of course. With, like, a sweatshirt, kind of like you yeah. said. Like, trying to get the door open, and I was like, I'm done. Like, like, I'm super no. out of here. So I take my phone. I go clear to the farthest point away from the door, which is in my walk-in closet. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> in my girl. apartment. And call the police. And I'm like, I think someone's trying to break into my apartment. I live alone. Please. Help! 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 And the, Help! And the woman on the line is like, do you want me to stay on the phone with you till the police get there? And I was like, yes. Please. Just, please do. Just in case. So they come. I hear this scuffle happening outside and then after a few minutes like and she hangs up with me because she knows that they're there and like I get a knock on the door and like because I know the police are there and so they open the door and they're like just wanna like you know check in and all this stuff and And you're like I need candy and a blanket (laughs) (laughs) and so they were like um apparently because I live next door to a bar oh somebody from the bar thought were so drunk they thought they lived in this apartment and so when the police got there, his keys were stuck in my door, oh. like trying to use the keys to unlock oh, the door. And he was so convinced he lived there that he fought back with the police. Oh. And they like had to like knock him to the ground, kid, like oh handcuff gosh. him and take him to jail overnight. And to like so, sober like, him up. Yeah, to this, there's still like blo- like a little bit of blood stain <laughs> <laughs> like the landing where I live. Oh. So I 
have not wanted to ask <laughs> about it, but I have come over and been like, you know, it's kind of old wood. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I'm no, not going to assume that's blood. I mean, there's, yeah, there, but, so they had, they were like, yeah, he's, he's going to jail overnight. It's going to be fine. You're going to be okay. So I called my parents and tell them about it because I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> but you should know. But. If the news oh, comes. Because it was the day before Thanksgiving oh, and I yeah. was going home the next morning anyway. Yeah. But, and they say that actually the night before Thanksgiving, there's more junk activity than there is, like, any other holiday, which is really weird to me. Oh, actually, I can tell you all about this. Because their uncles are in town, they can't handle it. Yeah, but what's what's funny about this story, so, is at Christmas time, my dad decided to get me, like, my dad always gets the most interesting presents. Yeah. He's the kind of person who's like, I saw this at the gas station and thought of you, and, like, put on your stocking kind of thing. Yeah, that's my dad. Yeah. So, he's wrapped up these gifts for me and didn't tell my mom what they were. And so, like, everyone's dying to know what these weird-shaped presents are that he's, bought, he's gotten for me. And so, I go to... It's like a katana. I go to unwrap them on Christmas morning. A katana? And he's giving yeah. me a uh, coach's whistle. <laughs> oh, not a rape whistle. Not a rape whistle, a coach's whistle. Just a whistle. Like I've a gym a class whistle. whistle. I mean, and what's then the, the other, difference, really? Uh, one well, looks the one like that a I gym teacher is uses? like, you know, that police officers and corrections officers use. So it's really high pitch and it's extremely loud. Like, yes, it would, it would hurt very bad yeah. if I blew it. So the, the other thing was this just weird looking box that had been on top of like the TV entertainment center for two weeks. I got to <laughs> open it. So my dad used to be a janitor in an elementary school. And so <laughs> I opened this box and what is in it, it's like tall and skinny, like you're a fan here. It was a wooden baseball bat. Oh <laughs> yeah. Like in signs. And he's like, I got you a security system. <laughs> Nice. A whistle and a baseball bat. But the best part is the baseball bat, because it's just a wooden bat, someone has carved a name into it mm-hmm. on the handle, and it just says Taco. Yeah. <laughs> so baseball bat named Taco is in my bedroom. And <laughs> just a coach's whistle. Well, what you could do with that is you could wrap some barbed wire exactly. around it, and then Put you can be like vegan. It. Yeah, just go walking dead on it. But yeah. yeah, just go walking dead all over that taco. Yeah. <laughs> a walking taco. Oh, yeah. Uh, tacos. I'm so, so sorry. I'm so sorry that all of us have, like, had attempted break-ins. That, That's really yeah. gross. In apartments, I mean, too. And, like, in my, at least in my case, they weren't trying to do anything harmful. Right. Like, but I was, like, I've thought, like, right. what if I had opened the door? Right. And this extremely inebriated person Just who is convinced I'm like, in their house. Yeah. Like, right. that would have been terrifying. You ridiculous. He tried to fight the police. I mean. Oh, exactly. Probably would try to fight you. Right. Which That's is why scary. I hid in the farthest room possible. Yeah, we've had, like, friends, like, get their houses broke into and, like, mm-hmm. you know. Recently. I, yeah. And so I, I told him, like. I'm like, you think anybody's there? Like, you just call me. Yeah. I'll just, ho- I'll just head over there. Yeah. We'll just find out. We'll just find out real quick. We're fine. You call the police, then you call Hannah. <laughs> I'll probably get there first. Probably. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, well, that's... So, this was a... <laughs> so, back to the movie. So, right. After. So, um... So, what lies beneath... Um, how many, uh, how many Channing Tatums do you want to give this movie? <laughs> uh, none. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like, it's Tommy Harrison to... Ford's. Do you want to give this movie? Channing Tatum. Just think of it as stars. 
know. He's just a big I like star. the Harrison Fords better. I would give this, like, a good seven or eight Harrison Fords. Because yeah. he comes across as, like, real charming and then real creepy. Yeah. And that's good. I'm going to give it seven Fords. Okay. And, uh, wrapped in bacon tatums. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sounds delicious. That's a new one. <laughs> I, uh, I'll give it, uh, no Tatums, but I'll give it four Fords. Four Fords. Four Fords. I think that's good. Four Fords. That's fair. You love gore, and it didn't really yeah, have any. Well, yeah, gore. I just didn't, you know, there was a lot of things like the pill that, like, were just off. And just, there, yeah, you know, there I were would, a lot of things, there were like, things really... that I was like, mm, mm, no. Yeah. There were so many things that were so good. Like, this movie has really good mirror shots. There were yeah. Yeah. so good. Jeez. Some, like, I real good mirror shots. I loved how they changed the sound editing when she was going underwater. Mm-hmm. And so like, it, like, yeah, that changed was, that because I it liked. hit her ear level. Like, that was really great. Yeah. Like, that the was music really was pretty dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, oh man. You were like, wow, this wouldn't have been scary if you hadn't played those four notes right now. Like the price is right or something. Like if the sound like I always think that if horror movies had lyrics, they would just be like, You should be scared. You should be scared. You should be scared. So that's just why, like, oh. I like it better when there's not weird music. Yeah. Like, that's why, like, I watched, so they have Hitchcocktober yeah. at the theater. Here. Yeah. And so every year I try to see at least one of the Hitchcock movies. So I saw The Birds a couple years ago. Yeah. Which, like, is a great movie when you watch it in <laughs> yeah. your house. But when you watch it in the theater, it gets, like, a whole different level because you don't think about, like, when you're at home watching it, you have ambient noise. There's fans. Yeah. There's cars. There's whatever. When you're in the theater, it's just dead silent. And then surround sound bird flapping rustles, and you're just in a quiet room waiting for birds to come, and she's in a quiet room waiting for birds to come, and then you just hear like, and it's so creepy. And I was like, now I get it, like I get why this movie is suspenseful and creepy, terrifying. Because there's no background music. It's also why like Paranormal Activity, where it just didn't have like there was no sound, there was no um, it was like house sounds, but like nothing. Dramatic. I think that makes it. There's better. no music, yeah. and I liked that. There's no music, and you never actually see the thing you're afraid of. Right. Yeah. And those were the two things for me that made Paranormal Activity like one of the top horror movies in my book. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, "Oh, it wasn't even blah blah blah," and I'm like, "No, no, 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 no! You've been so desensitized by watching like mm-hmm. your average horror movie. You've been desensitized by the sensitivity, right, of the sounds, right? Like all of the music and all of the sound effects, and every time they mm-hmm. like just throw something in your face, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, now I like it's the." ones that like are in the, back it's those it's the room like, that where nothing happens to you yes it's in the, the haunted room house where nothing is happening yeah and there's no sound other than just like normal <clears throat> house noises mm-hmm. and they did such a good job with that movie like yeah yes it's a fake documentary but like a, a mockumentary but it, they did such a good job the like sequels and stuff mm-hmm. got progressively worse as right. they went on but the first right. one was just like it was simple and it was very like pure and there wasn't like it was like it was just very very simple it was just like the story made sense mm-hmm. and it was perfect it was absolutely perfect and it did exactly what it needed to and it got across what it needed to and there wasn't anything extra in it right which was great and yeah you never see the thing you're scared of yeah, which, which is which the is scariest brilliant. thing yeah right 
which is the absolutely most horrifying thing. Like things like the grudge and the ring have stuck with me with being as horrifying as they were. But I was also aware that like I was being shown so much Mm -hmm. that like now that I like sometimes it's really horrifying when you have a face to the thing you're scared of but it doesn't quite stick with you in the way that you're like, I don't even know what I'm scared of. Yeah, exactly. Like, I have no idea. Like, I'm not... No, <laughs> like, I slap me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know! <laughs> that was me flailing, everybody. Um, yeah, those are the things that are really scary. Yeah, I think the restraint is way right. scarier than just the overt... Right, which I is like when things smile. Like, the evil, when the evil things evil are just things quiet, smile. like, especially, well, like, yeah. what was that? I don't remember what movie it was. The Cheshire like, Cat. No. I mean, <laughs> that was creepy, but, like, when they're just, like, laying in the bed and they have the covers and, like, they're, like, going over to, like, hug the person, but, like, the person you think you're hugging isn't there, and they're just smiling about it and, like, ready. Yeah. That, that gets me. I'm like, <sighs> Well, see, that's, like, <clears throat> at the end of Psycho, like, one of the creepiest right. scenes of that movie isn't the murder. It's no. when Norman Bates is just sitting there looking at you and just, like, grins a little, mm-hmm. and you hear the voiceover of Mother in his head, and you're mm-hmm. like, this is the creepiest you're thing like, I've no. ever seen. No. There's literally nothing. There's a man sitting on a chair right now, and it is so creepy. Right. He's proud of himself. Like, that's the scariest stuff, man. It's when you're like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. no. That's why they named this guy Norman. Uh, Norman! Yeah. He wasn't normal. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing, is, like, he kind of was. He was so brilliant that he, like, could he get away with all this nonsense. Which I should make the baseball tell him the same. Norman. Norman. Which Norman? This Norman. Okay. Well, both. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're like, like, wait, 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 Bates Motel Norman is not normal. This Norman, that's also, so this goes back to then again being the thing that you, like, can't pinpoint that you're afraid of. Because mm-hmm. the thing she actually needs to be terrified of is the thing that, like, is protecting her yeah. and loves her. Mm-hmm. And so she has no idea that that's what she should be afraid of. Right. Like, she has no clue. And he doesn't realize that he actually needs to be afraid of her. Yeah. And so it goes back to the whole, like, I can't pinpoint what it is I'm scared of, but I'm scared of something, and it's in the house with me, mm-hmm. and it's each other. Yeah. In addition to whatever, like, spirit may or may not exist in the house with yeah. them. Yeah. It's so good. I really love this movie. It's, it's like, top-notch suspense. I like that. That's thriller. the kind of creepiness I like. It's- yeah. Creepy without being like, oh, God, blood everywhere. Right. Yeah. It was, like, an appropriate like, amount of blood for, like, yes. getting your head bashed. Yeah. Like, oops, I hurt my head. That's an appropriate amount of blood. Yeah. Have you seen the Sinister movies? No. no. What? They're not that gory. They're more <laughs> suspenseful than anything. Yeah, but... No. Like, it, the word sinister just sounds like something I right. don't want to take part in. Well, it's not... Okay, it's... A dude comes out of pictures, basically. In the pictures and videos, that mm-hmm. you know, and he causes people to kill themselves. Yeah, I don't. Love it. No. But it's good. I don't like that. That stuff. No. I mean, good. I'm glad that you like that, but no, <laughs> no. After me, I actually like. Me. I actually don't enjoy watching people die most of the time. That was my really lame disclaimer. Yeah. You know, I I would have really liked to watch the guy from like Big Eyes die. Hard and, death. Oh, big eyes. Did you see big eyes? Ugh. No. Oh, this is also. It's also like gaslighting. Oh, in, and in um, Ben Affleck in Gone Girl. I just want him to die. Oh, that movie. I've never watched Why it or him? read the book. Why? He's terrible. 
No. No, no, no. Did you? I don't think you watched Gone Girl. I did. We all watched it together. Yeah, but, like, she was the one who was, like, out of her mind. Well, yeah, but still, I hate him. I think I just hate Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Fair enough. All okay. things considered. Okay. No, but she was the one who was, like, Yeah, but that guy from Big Eyes, I just cannot stand with Christoph it. Waltz. Oh, was okay. And Amy Adams, and yeah. he, like, Stole gaslit the... Because I know, the, I kind of know the, like, the description of it, but I never oh, saw it. Oh, yeah. He, like, ooh, that was a movie where mm. we were like, I've never hated Christoph Waltz in my life, and now <laughs> I, like... I have. <sighs> I love him so much. He's a fox. Anyways, I see him and I get anyway. mad. Like, my body just cringes, and I'm just like, ha! I'm <laughs> I see him and I get really excited. <laughs> Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, yeah. This I has think been fun. that's has been fun. Have you had fun? I've had fun. I've had yeah. fun. Have you had fun? I had yeah. fun once. <laughs> I had fun once, and it was on this podcast. Hello. Uh, I guess we could wrap it up. Yeah, it's I think been so. like an hour and a half. It's been a long time. All right, cool. So, uh, thanks for being on the podcast, Anna. Thanks for Happy having birthday. me. Happy birthday! Yeah. Happy Halloween to everybody. Yeah. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. That was Wesley's, like, <laughs> biggest. That was the most you've ever sang was, like, two I feel syllables. like I sang something once, but it, like, wasn't loud enough <laughs> for anyone to notice. So, oh, well. One of these days, you guys. Uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in on this uh, super special Halloween episode. That t- it turned into a Halloween episode of Viewing Party. Yeah. If you found any of this remotely tantalizing, you can visit us on Twitter and Instagram at ViewingPartyPod. You can also check out our website for show notes, links to all the nonsense that we blab about, and uh, you can find... Uh, oh, hey, Hannah, how can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Nanners99. That's with a Z-S. <laughs> cool. N-A-N-N-E-R-Z-S-9-9. Yep. Cool. We'll link yeah. to you. We'll link to you. For all the uh, <laughs> ugly messaging things you get from dating sites. Oh, yeah. Hannah likes to post all of the, like, really awful things that men message her on dating sites. It's, it's a bit humorous. Uh, you can also, if that's something you're interested in, you can look it up using the hot hashtag uh, byphilippe. Uh, there's plenty of that nonsense on the internet available to you. But if you want to check out us specifically, you can go to viewingpartypod.com. You can also uh, check out our squad online using the hashtag lady pod squad. You can check out all the hot tasty pods run by ladies from all over the world. Uh, we're still in Lintoberfest, mm-hmm. which I'm really enjoying on the Hamilcast. Um, other announcements are the, uh, you can also check out my other podcast, Columbus cares. It is officially on SoundCloud and Google play and on iTunes. Yay. That's Columbus cares where we interview uh, nonprofit organizers in Columbus and ask the question, why do we care? And dig into um, what Columbus looks like as a very caring city. Um, other exciting things are the Columbus Podcast Festival is coming back this year. I am on the board of the Columbus Podcast Festival and submissions for the festival, if you want to record a live podcast, uh, are going to be opening in November. So we'll have more info for you around that. Uh, but you can find us on Facebook and on Twitter at the Columbus Podfest. Um, those are all the big announcements, I think. You can join us next week when we watch something else and talk about something totally different. Yeah. Until then, this has been Viewing Party. Party.